This is HPR episode 2110 entitled Overhauling a Bicycle Hub. It is hosted by John Cull and is about 45 minutes long. The summary is Listen and enjoy as I overhaul the rear hub of my 1985 Schwinn. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hey everybody, this is John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana, doing another of my maintenance episodes. Today I'm going to be overhauling the rear hub on my bicycle. It's been a few years since I've done this, and there's an annoying sound that's been happening on my bike that may or may not be related to the hub, but I'm going to overhaul the hub anyway because it's just overdue. I think the last time I did it was when I, I first got this, uh, what I ride is a 1985 Schwinn road bike that I got at Goodwill for $13. I think it was $12.99 actually, so I got a penny back on that. And um, it, when I got it, it was completely unrideable. Like the things were seized up, the chain was rusted, and uh, I overhauled both hubs, the bottom bracket, got a new chain, put new tires and tubes, new brake cables, new brake pads. Actually, I upgraded the brakes too from um, the old school single pivot caliper brakes to uh, dual pivot caliper brakes. That was the, the most expensive part of the upgrade was the brakes. I think I paid 25 bucks a piece for those. These are long reach dual caliber, uh, dual pivot caliper brakes and they're, they're really nice. Um, well, to me they're really nice. <laughs> and uh, I also changed out the handlebars on this thing. It had old school like racing drop handlebars which made you bend over really low to ride the thing and I'm too old to be doing that. So. One day when I saw that a neighbor of mine had thrown out a uh, boy's BMX bike, I took it and removed the handlebars and the stem and put them on my bike. So now I can sit pretty much upright while I'm riding the bike and it's much more comfortable for me. So anyhow, the, what, uh, uh, the first thing I have to do is take the wheel off. And I've got most of my tools out here for this. Uh, I can never remember what the socket size is for this. I'm just going to... Uh, uh, it's bigger than that. What was on there was 14, so let's try 15. See if that does it. Yep, 15 it is. <clears throat> okay, one is loose. And... is loose. I've got on my nastiest old pair of cargo pants and a t-shirt I don't care about. One of the 
First things you need to do when you're about to work on something like this is get nasty clothes on so that you can get them all messy and not upset anybody. Uh, do I want to put on... Well, maybe not yet. Yeah, actually I will. I'm going to put on my latex gloves also to keep my hands as clean as I can keep them. Because there's a lot of grease and grime involved in this job. For those of you who are not familiar, an overhaul of a hub, what that means is that you disassemble the hub, clean out all the old grease, clean the bearings, or just throw them away, and then replace them with either cleaned or new bearings, and then repack it all with new grease, and uh, then you're all set to go. I've done this maybe a dozen times, I don't, I don't really know how many times, but oops, I gotta, gotta release the brake over here so that, um, so that the wheel can get past it. And then pull the wheel up. And out. There we go. Okay, I have the wheel. What I'm gonna do, I have my magnetic parts bowl down here on the floor. I'm gonna put washers and nuts in there so they don't get lost. Taking off the axle nut and washer, put them in the bowl. On the other side, I've got a trailer hitch in lieu of a straight washer. And uh, with the trailer hitch, I can trail, I can uh, haul a uh, bike trailer behind the bike. I don't do that much anymore. I used to do it with my son every day. I used to take him to school in it every day. But uh, that's been many years now since we've done that. It's like 10 years ago. Uh, and with a different bike. This actually, this hub feels pretty good. I wonder if I even need it. Well, shoot, I've, I've made it this far. Um, and it looks like that to do this job, I'm going to need to take off the flywheel. Which is a... A job in itself that requires a special tool. This, uh, the fly, the freewheel. Sorry, is this the freewheel tool number one? That's freewheel five. I think I need number one for this one. The freewheel is removed by using a special tool that has splines that go down in there and, and sit just so. Yeah, there's the one. And then um, what you have to do is use a wrench to turn the freewheel tool. This is, uh, it's one of these specialized tools. The, the freewheel tool itself is not that expensive. It's maybe seven bucks, but if you don't have it, you are never getting the freewheel off the bike. So it's an important tool to have if you're going to do any kind of maintenance on the bike. But uh, what I need in addition to uh, the tools I have here is my lead pipe <laughs> because it is really hard to get this thing off without a lot of leverage. I have a giant adjustable wrench to fit around the one-inch um, freewheel tool, but that by itself is not enough to make it an easy job. So I have a lead pipe that I put on the handle of the wrench so I can get sufficient leverage and loosen that thing up. So that's what we will do now. If I were really on top of things, I would probably have bought a new freewheel and chain and replace both of those at the same time. That's something that needs to be done periodically 
if you if you don't change the chain often enough, then the uh, the freewheel's teeth can get a little bit distorted in shape, and so that makes it so if you put a new chain on there, it's not going to fit into the teeth properly, and uh, you'll get this sound. It's just really awful. Okay, so got the wrench on there, sliding the pipe. Now, what I'll do is hold on to the wheel and then start pushing. There, got it. Ah, sorry about that. That's a noisy sound. I think I just heard a text come in from my wife. Uh, and now my hand is all greasy. Well, let's see. I can probably manage without too much. She's out shopping. You may have a question for me about something. Oh, pfft. no, not a text from my wife. Just some kind of thing from Amazon about a, a great offer on an ebook. No, thank you. And somehow, I think with all the the flooding and the rain, my my shed, my tool shed, has gotten like overrun with ants. It's really awful. And so these rags that I've gotten out to do this job, you need a lot of rags when you're doing an overhaul also. The rags, or when I pulled them out, all these ants went running everywhere. Okay, so the freewheel tool is off now. What you have to do to take the... Oops, I need the freewheel tool still. Doy. Um, I've loosened it, but I've not taken it off. You have to keep the freewheel tool in there and keep turning it. Turning, turning, turning until the thing comes all the way off. And then I'm going to use a rag to pick it up and off. Because if I pick it up with just my gloved hand, it's going to poke holes in this glove. <laughs> These teeth are a little bit sharp. Okay, freewheel is off. There we go. And now I can see the hubs. Looks like there's plenty of grease down there. On a bicycle... Uh, grease is a good thing. So I'll, I'll probably, when I put the freewheel back on, I'm going to re-grease it. I'll, I'll clean that out and then uh, put new grease in there. It looks like it's sufficiently greased. Uh, I'd be worried if it were completely clean because that would mean that uh, in various rain showers and things like that, that the grease had gotten um, washed away. You don't want the grease to get washed away because then you'll start grinding up your bearings and that's not good. Alright, so I'm gonna wipe the threads where the freewheel goes on. And you know these hubs are probably not super duper in need of an overhaul, but this is the kind of thing that's never a bad thing to do, I don't think. Some of the modern hubs well, I don't know about so much about hubs. So I know, like, uh, this is a job that I had to do on the bottom bracket, too, which is where the the axle for the pedals goes through. And in more modern bikes, that will be a self-contained unit where you don't overhaul it, you just replace it with a, like, a pre-greased cartridge. But uh, this old bike has lots of little parts. Now, I'm not sure whether when I open up this hub all the ball bearings that are just going to fall out and run everywhere, or whether they're in these little retainer cages. I kind of hope that they're in the little cages, 
because that will make it easier to find them because <laughs> they just pop off in one little unit and a couple of little balls might fall out but if the uh, bearings are just loose which is fine really I mean it's, there's no problem with them being loose it's just that when you take the um, hub out you got to be careful that they don't just go everywhere and if they've got enough grease then they shouldn't just like go shooting off across everywhere but if the grease has gotten a little bit dry and cracked and uh, or has just been washed away then the ball bearings are liable to get everywhere all right so it's ready now to disassemble and what I need is a cone wrench I don't know what size I'm gonna guesstimate 15 millimeters there's a 15 uh, Let's see, you fit. Oh, it looks like it might need one millimeter bigger. Do I have a 16 inch? There's a 16, it's not one of my nice ones. I've got some nice park tool cone wrenches with the, the blue rubber on the handles. And uh, I wish that would fit, but it looks like, not, well, that's too big. 15 has to be right. Is it? Yeah. Okay, 15 is right. Looks like. <laughs> Maybe I'll try the other side. I can't see very well. The sun is coming in at a funny angle right now. Okay, there's one side of the cone. The cone is the part that kind of screws on on one side of the hub and holds the bearings in there. And the cup is the other side. Uh, all right. Oh, looks like that's pretty much on there. I'm gonna, and the way you have to um, undo it, you gotta hold the cone still with a cone wrench. The cone wrench is a special kind of wrench that's very, very thin to fit into this very thin little slot. A regular um, box end wrench or adjustable wrench is probably not going to work. And you don't have to apply a lot of pressure to get it open because this is not one of those places where you really crank it down. What you have to do is get a perfect balance between tightness and loose looseness. It needs to be tight enough where the where the hub doesn't rattle all around, but it needs to be loose enough where the bearings can still roll freely. Okay, so what I'm doing now is is uh, threading off the the nut that uh, holds that goes up against the washer and the cone, keeping everything nice and still on the other side and then, okay the, the nut is off I'll put that down on my t-shirt I've got a yucky old white t-shirt down here too to catch things and now time to undo the cone looks like it's a little bit stuck okay now here comes the cone now this is where ball bearings could start going everywhere because I'm loosening the cone. And it looks like these ball bearings are in a retainer. So that'll make it a little bit easier. And I'm still going to be careful. It looks like my neighbor's knocking out his uh, welcome Matt over there to get all the dust off. But you, that's why you hear a banging in the background. 
cone is nearly off. I'll only take the cone all the way off on one side of this because once this is off then the entire assembly will go back through the wheel and allow me to take it off. I wish I had a workbench to do this on. The workbench in my shed is completely messy. Okay, now I'm going to gently allow the cone on the other side to come out. And the bearing retain. It looks like it's still nice and greasy in there. And okay, there it goes. Okay. So I've got uh, the ball bearings are out. Oh boy, if I didn't have completely messy hands, I'd be taking pictures right now, as you can see. Um, but I've got the axle, the rear wheel axle out in my left hand, and with my right I'm gently pulling off the bearing cage that was on the left side of the wheel. The axle is very greasy, which is a good sign. Some of the grease is getting a little bit hard, um, which is not what you want. You want the grease to be nice and, and um, uh, well, greasy. <laughs> Let's see. I wonder if I want to try to clean out these bearings. I brought a glass jar out here and some brake cleaner. I think I will try to try to clean them off. I put this in the jar and then take out the bearings on the other side. I think I'll use the axle to kind of pry it a little bit. The bearings did not just pop out of the other side. They're still kind of stuck in there, but I got them now. And now those are both in the jar. What I'm going to do is wipe all the grease off the axle, the races, and the cones. Get everything super uh, shiny and clean. And, uh, and then re-grease everything, clean the bearings out, and pack more grease in those. And then uh, put it all back together. I use a super yucky rag to get the worst of it off. One that's seen this job a few times before. What you look for when you get it clean is pitting. Like if there's one spot that seems like uh, it's got a groove worn in it or something, then that could be a concern. This actually looks pretty good. Um, the axle is clean now. I'll clean off this cone. Get all the old grease off of there. Yuck. That's a messy job. Definitely want to be wearing old yucky clothes when you do this. Okay, that's pretty clean. Clean off the nut. Get all the grease off of that. And now... nice and clean. If I had, I don't have any solvent like I would like to have. Also, I would just drop everything in there and, and rinse it in solvent and that would get it nice and clean. But all I've got is this brake cleaner stuff that I'm not even sure if is appropriate for this. It's the only thing I could find. My, my salt is a mark of how long it's been since I've done this job is that my solvent is all dried up. Now I'm going to wipe out the races. And the race is the part it's, uh, it's a part of the wheel, and the bearings roll around inside that it's nice and smooth. You want to make it nice and shiny, wipe out all that grease. 
and do the race on the other side. Okay, the races are clean. Now, I think I will try to uh, put some brake cleaning fluid on these bearings to get the, break up that grease. inside a jar and I'll hold my eyes away a bit. Hmm. Not sure how well that's gonna work. It does seem to be cleaning them out. Maybe it's just the thing. Definitely want to protect your eyes and your hands if you're doing anything with this brake cleaning solvent. This brakes for cars. Got enough brake cleaner in there now where there's like a puddle and I'm just kind of swishing these bearings around in it. And it's turning the brake cleaner very black. Oops, I think some of the bearings might have just fallen out of the cage. Well, maybe not. Alright, so now I think it's time to try and pull the bearings out of the solvent. And put it down on the t-shirt. using the axle to dip down in there and get, yeah, the bearings look pretty clean, good. Happy about that. I need to put a lid on that and make sure I don't dump it accidentally in the grass or something. So now I'm gonna dry out the bearings a little bit, get, make sure the brake cleaning solvent doesn't stay on there or else it would degrade the grease. It's not as perfectly clean as I would like. There's still some grease in the cage there, but it's a lot better than it was. And then the other one, dry that one out a little bit. These bearings, you're supposed to inspect the bearings too for yeah, man, I wish I could get all that grease out of there, but whatever. I don't guess it's... If I had the proper solvent, it would like almost immediately get all that grease out, but this, this brake stuff isn't the best. Uh, however, we're just going to work with what we got here. Uh, okay, so it's time to start greasing and reassembling. Oops, let's also... Um, also want to wipe out the flywheel there, the freewheel. Get all the old grease out of there and replace it with new. Yuck. Okay, that's pretty clean. 
Try to get the grease out of the splines. I like that word spline. You guys like that? It's a great word, isn't it? All right. Freewheel is clean now. Well, mostly. Let me try one more time on that spot. There. Now we'll start applying liberal amounts of grease to pretty much everything. Get rid of stuff I don't need. Don't need either of you. Lead pipe I won't need anymore. When you're putting the freewheel back on, all you have to do is just turn it down by hand until it's on there because uh, it will tighten itself. As soon as you start pedaling the bike, it starts tightening and it will get plenty tight that way. So you don't have to do anything to tighten it down. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna get my container of park bicycle grease here and start gooping out bits of it. Put some in the race on this side. Just get a big gob on your finger and put it all around in there so there's a good yucky coating of grease about a, I don't know, a quarter inch thick or something. You can't put too much really. Make sure not to underdo it. After having just cleaned out all the grease, you want to make sure there's nice, good, fresh grease in there. Now, in the other race on the other side. I'm trying to get this done before my wife gets home from shopping. I think I can. The only really tricky part about this job is the hub adjustment. That's the very last thing you do before you put the wheel back on. And that is where you try to find that sweet spot between the nut being too tight and too loose. If it's too loose, the wheel's gonna go it's like a wobble all back and forth in the hub. If it's too tight, your wheel won't spin freely. And that is the part you gotta worry about the most. All right, so now I'm going to put the I'll put some grease on the cone on this side. The, the left cone is still attached to the axle. I did not undo that one. The right cone is sitting there on the ground. So we've got a nice good layer of grease around the cone. I'll grease up the axle too, what the heck. Um, it's okay to get grease all over the threads. Also, it helps them keep from seizing up. In fact, um, you're supposed to prep the threads on, on most kind of repairs. You're supposed to prep the threads with a little bit of grease so that you can easily undo things later if necessary. Okay, so now I'm gonna take one of these sets of bearings Pack grease all down in it. As if grease wouldn't get there of its own accord because I put so much in the races and the cones, but still, you're supposed to just really put it on there. And then you gotta put, if you're using these cages, you gotta be sure and put it the right way or else it's not gonna roll right. It's hard to describe with, if, if I could show you a picture, I would show you the right way to do it, but 
I'm just going to trust that you looked at it when you put it in and we'll do it the same way going the other way. If you're ever unsure when you're taking stuff apart, take a picture every step of the way and that way uh, you'll know how it's supposed to go. Now I'm going to put the wheel down, face down, holding it by the axle so that everything doesn't fall apart that I just did. And now uh, grease the other bearings. very greasy. Grease is kind of fun to play with, you know. It really is very, very greasy. Okay, and now I'm going to put that one down over the axle and let it slide down into the race. Now grease the other cone. Oh, this is messy. But the messiness will ensure that your bike goes nice and smooth and fast. If you guys find these shows boring, then uh, it's on you to make something more interesting. Since the queue is so low, I'm just recording like everything I do. Okay, now I'm putting the cone on. Start threading it on there. probably do this for the front wheel too I guess but I'm not going to keep recording while I do that. <laughs> that even might be a little excessive for me. It takes a while to thread this on there because it's a long way to go and it's very slippery and greasy so my hands keep slipping on it. It's a very greasy deal right there. So, so what you'll do when you you tighten it down by hand until you get to a certain point and then you put in the uh, washer and nut after that and you um, what you want to do is get the cones to the perfect adjustment and then tighten the nut against one of the cones to keep it from moving out of adjustment that is the tricky bit okay it's all threaded on there now, time to wipe the excess grease off. And there's a lot of it. <laughs> I was very liberal with this grease here. And for a while, some grease will be oozing out of the, uh, uh, out of the hub. But there's nothing to worry about there. go a little tighter so I'm gonna wiggle it back and forth and you can hear it well after that car goes by I've got one hand on each end of the axle and I'm just wiggling it back and forth you can hear it go chicka 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 that means it's not tight enough so I'm gonna tighten a little bit more still a little more and then check again it's getting there and now that might be a little tight it's hard to tell uh, okay so now I'm gonna put the washer on and then the nut 
that will secure the adjustment. I'm going to wipe off some more excess grease. Every time I tighten a little bit more, some more grease goes right out of the hub. This is the kind of job that uh, a bike shop might recommend that you do this like once a year, if, especially if you ride in rainy conditions a lot because the water will tend to wash out your hubs. And what you really don't want is to have dry ball bearings in there rolling around because they're going to make your races get all pitted and then you might have to replace the hub or the wheel entirely. And it'll make this grinding sound like you got gravel in your hubs. Um, I haven't done this job I don't even know when I got this bike, but it must have been four or five years ago. And I haven't done it since I first got it, and it still looked pretty good. So I probably could have gone a while longer without doing it. But it's been kind of on my mind lately. That feels pretty good. What I'm doing now is taking one end of the uh, axle and just kind of twisting it back and forth to feel it. To feel how it, if it's smooth or if it doesn't move freely enough. Right now it feels like it moves pretty freely, and I only get a little bit of play when I'm pulling it back and forth. Let's see. Here's a little bit. So I'm going to tighten that cone down just a little bit more. And now, uh, the way you have to do the adjustment, uh, I mean, to normally, if you get this right on the first try, you are a much better mechanic than I am. Um, you put the cone wrench on the cone. Cone wrench on the cone. Come on. And then you tighten the nut against it in a kind of scissors motion. You don't have to go super tight, but tight enough where it's not going to move. And then when you do that, you check it to see if you got it right. It feels pretty good. Just a barely a little bit of play. Tiny, tiny bit. And uh, now we check to see if it's going to roll freely. I'm holding each side of the axle and I just turned the wheel and it's spinning slowly. I can feel a little bit of a... Sorry, I mean you can, you can feel in your fingers the mechanism turning. It actually feels pretty good. It, it's not stopping. It's like going continuously. And if it were too tight, the wheel would have stopped by now. So the thing is, if it's too loose, I think it's about right, y'all. I might have done it on the first try. That would be pretty amazing. I might also find that uh, when I start riding around, it, that it starts uh, making annoying clicking sounds. And if it does that, then it means, well, maybe I didn't <laughs> get it right after all. Um, but I think it's pretty darn close. I think I'm going to live with it. I'm going to tighten it down just a hair. Let me tighten the, uh, the locking nut down just a little bit more. Actually, it's on the other side. And then I think I'll call it done and put it back on the bike. Oh, uh, first I gotta put the, the freewheel back on too, though. Can't forget that. Why doesn't this cone wrench go on there? This is really irritating to me. It's like the cone wrench is the wrong size. Just, oh, there it goes, okay. Okay, I think that's 
about it. And now I'm gonna check one more time, looks good. I'm gonna dab a good bit of grease inside the freewheel. In the on the threads of the freewheel. So you don't want the threads of the freewheel to seize up. Grease, grease, grease everything. A lot of, I don't know, for a bicycle at least, about 90% of maintenance is cleaning and then re-greasing. Sometimes you gotta put new parts or new this or that, but. Okay, I'm trying to put the freewheel back on now. I gotta get the freewheel tool again. I can find the I'm glad my neighbor's working on his backyard and not the front right now. Okay. Okay, putting the freewheel on by spinning the freewheel tool clockwise. Nearly on. Okay, it's on. I pull the tool off, and that's that. The wheel is reassembled. And now, let's see. So on this side, I'll have the trailer hitch. No. Is it going this side? It must go on this side. just a, a washer and a nut both of which are in my magnetic parts bowl so that they won't go flying away even if the bowl tips over the parts all stay in there that's a really genius thing right there you ever work on I mean you could put like four of your car lug nuts in there and then you don't have to worry about kicking it accidentally and having the nuts go over here because they'll, they'll stay put I love the magnetic parts bowl little pro tip there okay I think it's time to put the wheel back on this I'll pull the chain up like that I wonder if I remember I don't think I remembered to do the uh, the gear shift thing you're supposed to to make this easier you're supposed to put the gear shift into its highest uh, so that the gears on the, the smallest sprocket but I forgot to do that oh well it'll be all right okay the wheel is in position, ready to tighten down. Make sure it stays straight. I've got holding the wheel between my knees right now and looking as it's to make sure that the wheel is centered in between the two, uh, one of those, the chain stays, so that the wheel is straight. So 
The difficult part of putting the wheel on is keeping it nice and straight. And now I need my socket wrench. Ah, oh, crap. You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to put on this little chain guard. Oh, well. I'll have to take it back off. What a dopest. I always forget something. Okay, let's start this again. Pull the wheel back off. And put on. There's this thing that is supposed to help keep stuff out of the spokes. On a lot of bikes nowadays, it's plastic, but this old bike has a metal one. Plastic one is probably because it's cheaper and because it weighs less. Uh, weighs less. 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 Um, is this supposed to be on the side of the freewheel? Oh, crap, you know? I'm going to have to take the freewheel off again. What a dumb thing I did there. <laughs> no, that's pretty funny. Okay, so now I'm going to take the freewheel off yet again. You guys get the pleasure of hearing me mess things up. It's always funny, isn't it? Okay. Thankfully, the freewheel's not tight yet, so it'll be easy to get off this time. I say as I struggle to get it off there. There it goes. Nearly off. Okay. Freewheel off. Now let's slide the chain guard the thing on. Okay, that's in place. And now I'll put the freewheel back on and start tightening it down. By hand. Good. Okay, now everything is in place. Washer back on, put the oopsie. Washer back on, axle nut back on on this side. Well, that one doesn't want to go, does it? I'll try turning around this way. It looks like the axle threads are a little bit messed up. Okay, there. Put the trailer hitch on that side and the axle nut over that. And now I'll put the wheel back on. nuts again by hand. Holding the wheel between my, I've got my bike turned over on its back. If I were in a professional shop, I would have a bike stand to work on, but I don't have one of those. The really good bike stands cost a lot of money. And I've spent a lot on tools, but not on a bike stand. Okay, looks pretty straight. Now, tighten them down.
and you gently at first so as not to knock the wheel out of alignment. Axle nuts you want to crank down. And the wheel is rolling beautifully. This is good. One more crank down on this side. Okay, time to try it out. Oh, it's so exciting. I'm gonna take off these nasty uh, gloves. I will forego the helmet for the moment because I'm just gonna kind of cruise around the driveway a little bit. But I will need to tuck my my long pants into my socks or else the pants will get caught in the chain. Okay, let's ride. Man, my hands are so sweaty from being in those gloves. Okay, well, all feels perfectly normal. I'm riding in lowest gear right now. And feels great. I don't know that it feels any better than it did before, but I have the comfort of knowing that I put nice fresh grease in the rear hub and that it's probably good to go for another couple of years. And got an HPR episode out of it. I had some fun on a Sunday morning. Always fun to take something apart and get all greasy, right? And cruising back into my driveway. I think we're considering this job done. Well, I hope you have enjoyed hearing me overhaul the rear hub of my bicycle, and I will talk to you some other time on Hacker Public Radio. Exit out of this. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.